This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1350, Pausing versus Hesitating, What Matters for Speaking Scores. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Is there a difference between pausing and hesitating on IELTS speaking? Yes. <laughs> one is okay for band nine and one is not. Find out what to do when you don't know what to say and still get a band nine. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Aubrey. How's it going? Hey, Jessica. How are you? I'm fantastic. It is um, a... Uh, rainy gray day here in Portland. I love a rainy gray day. I don't know about you guys out there, but I lived in Belgium for a little while in Brussels and it was always often rainy, kind of like London weather. And I lived for it. I loved it so much. Nice, nice. Um, I think a lot of people here get tired of it, but that's yeah, okay. <laughs> it's because I come from somewhere where it's sunny every day. So I'm like, rain, gray skies, yay. <laughs> All right, guys. So today... Um, we are answering a very interesting student question about pausing on the speaking exam. As I just did, I paused because the in deep daily breath. life, we pause when we talk. It's natural. So the question is, does that affect our IELTS score? Yes. And we are going to dive in in the speaking rubric the scoring system, you have likely seen the words hesitation and pause, and maybe mm -hmm. you didn't realize, like, do those mean the same? What is the difference? We're going to tell you today. Exactly, exactly, because it is confusing. Yes. If you're not, like, trained specifically on this very unique exam, how would you know? You right? know because you listen to IELTS Energy. Um, first, let's read that question. Oh, before we read the question, though, I want to tell you guys, we did an episode about speaking slowly, and we sort of touched on pausing in that episode. So go back and listen to IELTS Energy 1333, Why Slowing Down Gets Higher Speaking Scores, because we also give you a lot of great strategy and tips there for the pace at which we speak that is not pausing, that is not hesitating, and how that is actually a scoring strategy. So go back and listen to Why Slowing Down Gets Higher Speaking scores. And if you missed that, that probably means you're not following us. So hit follow right now, guys. Yes. Awesome. That was a great episode. Don't miss it. I okay. will read today's question. It's cool. from Shahir. Shout out Shahir, 
who said, hello there, would pausing in the speaking section of IELTS, more specifically in part two, still lower my score if it's a content-related pause, like as if I am searching for what to say next? Very good question. I have a feeling the student has read yeah. the speaking rubric and is like, saw that phrase, content-related pauses, and is like, what does that mean? What, That's I don't exactly what I was going to say. Yep. yep. I love these very educated questions like this that show the candidate to the student. You guys are doing your best with so much information. You're you're reading the scoring rubrics, trying to figure out what these um, definitions mean and how to get the highest scores because it's not obvious. So I'm really glad you guys are working this hard and that Shahir, you could write to us and find out what it means. Um, so let's talk about the rubric first. Now, where does it talk about hesitating and pausing? Yeah, so for a band nine, you are allowed to have hesitation, but it must be content related. Like Shahir said, you must mm -hmm. speak fluently with only rare repetition or self-correction. And then it says any hesitation is content related rather than to find words or grammar. And the examiner can tell mm -hmm. if you are hesitating because you can't think of a word or you're trying to remember the correct grammar, or if it's content related, if you are just deciding what to say next, sort of gathering your thoughts. Exactly, exactly. Um, so that's at a band nine, guys. Um, and at a band eight, it says speaks fluently with only occasional repetition or self-correction. Hesitation is usually content related and only rarely to search for language. So it goes down from there, right? Mm -hmm. A band six is like, yes, there will be some hesitations. Um, and sometimes they'll be grammar and vocab related. Sometimes they're content related, right? So the fewer hesitations you have. And if they are content related, the higher your score will be. The more hesitations you have that are related to vocab and grammar, because you can't find the right word, you don't know the right word, you're, you're unsure about the grammar rule. We can tell, right? So the mm -hmm. more of those hesitations you have, then the lower your score. Now, pausing actually isn't it's not the same as hesitating, right? Pausing, we only see on the rubric a band four, where it says the candidate cannot answer without noticeable pauses. Now, what is the difference between a hesitation and a pause? Yeah, a hesitation is more verbal. It's slowing and saying a filler phrase while you're thinking, mm -hmm. whereas a pause is silence, exactly. right? Exactly. Where you might say like, um, and then there's just a full on moment of silence while right. you're thinking of the word or thinking of that's the difference. Right, right. So here's an example of a hesitation, guys. Let's say I'm um, searching my brain for examples, right? This is content related. So I might say something like, some examples would be, hmm, let's see, um, oh, I thought of one in my hometown, right? These are all just filler phrases. I'm verbally hesitating. I'm verbally buying time until I figure out what I want to say. But um, let's compare that with a, like a pause in that same sentence. It would sound like some examples, okay, and I'm not going to do more because it is painful. Right. honestly, to listen to someone speak like that. Yeah, you guys don't want to listen to a podcast with us pausing constantly. It's difficult. Let's show you what pausing in silence right. sounds like. <laughs> it's a good audio medium for that. Right. Um, all right. So 
Long story short, right? Let's answer this uh, wonderful student's question, and then we'll get into some strategic ways you can hesitate and increase your vocabulary score at the same time. Yes. So the bottom line, your score goes down, whether the pause is content related or natural, if it's a pause, right? right. Whereas a hesitation where you're using a filler phrase and thinking through it, that's going to, so we're going to share some great filler phrases with idiomatic language to help boost both your vocabulary and fluency scores. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys. So we are teaching you how to hesitate verbally today to increase your vocabulary score. So remember, guys, um, pausing, having silence on the speaking exam is never a good thing. But you can hesitate, which is buying time verbally with filler phrases, even at a band nine, right? It's content related. You're searching for ideas. So, Aubrey, what is one thing we can say here? Yeah. So if you get stuck, you're trying to think of what to say next, even if you're trying to come up with vocabulary or grammar, as long as you're using a filler phrase, the examiner won't know, right? So you could say, hmm, I'm not really sure what to say next. I honestly haven't thought about this much before. Shame on me. It's just not something that comes up in regular conversation. I love this shame on me. That's very idiomatic <laughs> so to say adorable. this. I love it. I just all credit to you, Aubrey, on this, it, that you wrote this and it's so cute and I love it so much. I would giggle in delight and I would have to to stifle my my giggle if I heard a student say this because it would be so awesome. Now, think of how long, think of how much time Aubrey filled just then. It's a long None of that break. was content related. Like it was all filler phrases. <laughs> But it's, it's all totally allowed, fine. even at band nine, even at yeah. band nine, right? Your hesitation where you're talking through a filler phrase, no problem, not pulling down your score. Um, so just quickly to let you know what shame on me means, it's just a cute way to be like, oh, I am doing bad. something bad or I did something <laughs> bad. Yeah, but it's cute. Oh, shame on me. Yeah. I ate ice cream every night last week or I and know. there's, I feel like this is really flexible with the intonation. If you say like, shame yeah. on me or shame on me, right? That's, mm -hmm. It's all good. There's not like you're going to use the incorrect intonation and it's going to mean true. something else, which sometimes happens. So this one's That's more flexible. That's a good point. That's a good point because really it's anytime you're going to use that idiom as a filler on IELTS, it's always going to be tongue in cheek, self-deprecating, yes. a way to make fun of yourself and just keep talking, right? Totally. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. So here's another way to buy time and verbally hesitate. We could say, huh, this is tricky. I'm actually glad this question came up because this is a fascinating topic and I want to have something to say about it, but I, I don't want to be behind the times. So I'm glad I'm being forced to think about it. Oh my gosh, that's so long. It's so long, but I kind of love this. You're narrating your it. thoughts. If it's like, exactly. let's say it's about the environment or, you know, something where you feel 
you're sort of stumbling. You can't think of what to say next, but you're like, this is an interesting topic. I mm -hmm. should know what to say next. Right. You can say all of this. And if you practice it so that you can say all of this without really thinking about it, you're giving yourself so much time to think of that vocabulary, to think of your opinion, right? Yeah. It's amazing. And this is really one of our core strategies is to narrate your thoughts, right? right? We've talked about this on other speaking episodes where we talk about speaking part two, right? Follow your thought branches. It's fine to go off topic a little bit, right? To dive into a side story, a side mm -hmm. note. This is another version of that, narrating your thoughts. Um, this could be used, for example, Let's say you're a candidate who doesn't have children, right? You're not a parent yet. And um, you don't have really any kids in your life, but you're asked about child education or, you know, how children learn to read these days in your country. Like maybe you just, you really don't know. It's <laughs> so, not something you've thought about a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's perfect to be like, I don't want to be behind the times. So I'm glad I'm being forced to think about it. So behind the times, it just means um, other people know about this thing. They're talking about this thing, but I don't. Right. You're not up to date. You're not up to right. speed on the news, right? This is a great idiom to say. I don't want to be behind the times, right? I want to have something to say. I do want to point out, I intentionally made these filler phrases quite long, longer than the average filler phrase that we teach. So you'll want to keep in mind, if you said all of this, you might think, okay, I'm good now because yeah. I've talked so much. You still have to answer the question. Yeah. You can't say all of this filler and then just stop talking. That's a, like, that's a good you, point. You're buying yourself time to then actually answer the question. <laughs> that would be hilarious <laughs> if someone just like memorized one of these and just and said it said. as an answer and then stopped talking. The examiner would be so confused. Yeah, um, be like, wait, what? I wanna, I wanna <laughs> add something there because you also said up to speed just now, which is the mm. opposite of behind the times. And we could use that too in this example and just be like, you know, I promise I'm gonna read about this and get up to speed on this topic after today's exam because I honestly don't know about it. <laughs> I love that. And then just throw out, like, make a guess, throw out some kind oh of God, opinion. Even if you're like, I realize this is an uneducated opinion, but right. Yeah. I, I, you know, kids should. What was your example? I can't remember. Like, how do kids learn how to read, right? Yeah. Um, right. Then be like, parents should read to kids so that they learn how to read from an example. Bam, you've answered the right. question. Exactly. Exactly. All right, guys. One more. Aubrey, what's the last um, awesomely long and long wonderful and amazing filler phrase? <laughs> All right, here's your last one. Let's see. What else do I think about that? I haven't thought about this recently, so it's a little difficult to decide what I think out of the blue. Oh, I love it so much. I love that we're like asking ourselves questions. Like we're talking to ourselves on the speaking exam. Like, let's see. What, what else do I, do I have to say? Um, I am searching my brain right now for ideas and maybe it's just because I'm nervous, but I can't think of any more examples. So I'm going to choose to, to terminate my answer here. Nice. I would love it if you as an IELTS candidate said all of this in a speaking answer, because mm. as an examiner, I want to give you the highest possible fluency scores. So when you narrate your thoughts like this and talk through a filler phrase, hesitation that's perfectly allowed for a band nine for your fluency yeah. score. I'm delighted. I'm like, yay. <laughs> Shoot. I would be delighted if I heard a native speaker, you it's know, true. say stuff like this. Just hearing <laughs> you say it, Aubrey, I was it's delighted. Delightful. 
Um, so here, here's another uh, callback to one of our strategies we've talked about, guys. If if you're having fun on the speaking exam, the examiner's also enjoying themselves, even if they're not allowed to smile and laugh, even though I could never follow that rule as an examiner, um, that is a great way to increase your score. Yes, they're fighting that smile if you're using these filler phrases. If you're asking yourself questions as you narrate your filler phrase, like so it's going to be hard for them to keep that straight face. So good. So good. Um, I want to give you guys a quick sneak peek of an upcoming episode. When Aubrey and I were researching this episode, um, we found some great speaking part three questions regarding animals. And we realized we have not done enough animal topic related episodes. So stay tuned, guys. Next week, we're going to give you some model answers for some really, really tough questions about animals. Yes. Yeah, that's th these filler phrases will be perfect for these questions because yes. we're going to answer some that you likely haven't thought about and might stump you. Oh, yeah, totally. Might, might not even know the answer. Right. Um, all right, guys. So stay tuned for that next week. That's it for us for now. Hit follow so you don't miss that awesome animal episode. And we'll uh, see you next Tuesday. Awesome. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.